city of angels is black and gold. You are listening to the Heart of LAFC podcast. And now, Joseph Zacker. Greetings, Los Angeles. Welcome to episode 290 of the Heart of LAFC podcast. I'm going to call this one Keep Moving. Welcome, welcome, everybody. Of course, we've got the full measure. The crew is here. Araceli, bam, Tony in his Laker jersey. Uh, we're coming on right as that game's wrapping up. Looks like good news for all. Congratulations, Laker fans. Uh, looks like you fight another day and I guess move on. I, it's good news. Good news overall. One more to go, yes. Um, yeah, dig it. Not like what the Kings did, right? Yeah, but you got it. You got it going. Uh, Bam, how are you doing, sir? Doing all right. A bit chilly, so I got my Chewbacca hoodie on at the moment. Getting into winter and got this cold ass breeze coming in at the moment, so we're freezing our butts off, but going all right. He's doing a late Star Wars Day thing. I get it. I get it. It's cool. Araceli, how are you doing? I'm actually doing really well. It's been a very busy day, but I mean, what, what can we expect, especially with everything coming up? And of course, I have to mention it real quick. I don't know if you guys knew, but Sporting KC finally won a game over the weekend. It's a freaking miracle. Congratulations. So, yes, yes. If it makes anyone feel better, they at least took down the Sounders. And we all know how we feel about Seattle. So there's that. It was in a good weekend to be the one of the top teams. I mean, I think that's just, I think, where we're at. And honestly, anything to help a certain team find their way to the basement, I'm all for it. It's all good with me. I wish these other bottom dwellers wouldn't be firing their coaches because they're not helping in this process. But, you know, it, it is what it is. Um, good things, that's for sure, except for our result. But if the top gun's ahead of us, kind of sort of ahead of us are falling. Um, it gives us another opening. We'll take that. Uh, Tony, I can tell you're a very happy man at the moment, at least in the moment. I have a feeling we're going to be raging a little bit later, but how are you doing, man? Doing pretty well. Um excited. I'm kind of upset with the way we played and also the decisions that we're making for the upcoming game. <laughs> but overall, doing really well. Excited for as these people not listening, I'm wearing my Lakers uh, Christmas jersey for for Russell. Um, so I'm happy at the moment. It hasn't shown a full time right now at the thing. So it's 101, 104. So hopefully we won. Goddamn it, internet faster. <laughs> I think it's hilarious that he said, did he say the final whistle? Did he, did he, at the death? What did he say there? It was very much a soccer term. But um, yeah, we get you, man. We get you, dude. Um, yeah, again, there it is. We don't have to tell you the score. Tony just kind of gave you the vibe. So there it is. They get the win. It's now official. All right. Now I can stick to football. Yeah, there we go. Um, oh, all right. So still, still mm-hmm. 1.7 seconds left to play. Games Gosh, already yet. Basketball never ends. Okay. No, it said final on the freaking ESPN app. I don't care. You're in the future. I don't give a future news. All right. Well, all right back to it we're losing the episode there we are um back to us all right so we've got busy news of course we got to talk about our first defeat of the year the other busy news we got to talk about it of course is the open cup 
And uh, we will talk about RSL down the line. We're going to have another episode for that one. Um, but we're also going to give you guys a bit of a CCL update because uh, our opponent had an issue this weekend, a lot worse than ours. Um, and so let's get right into it. We did play the earthquakes on the weekend. Congratulations to everybody that traveled out. It was a massive crew out there. Big stadium. Uh, fi finally, they get the place in the big house. You guys showed up. So good on all of you. I know you didn't get the chartered buses this time. Even more good on you guys for finding your own ways out there. Uh, again, good stuff there. That was the bright spot of the day. And beyond that, not much else I would say would be bright. Um, looking at the lineups, it wasn't too much of a shock. We were actually, I think all of us really happy to see who we had on the lineup. We had Vela up top, Bogush, Boanga, happy, right? Sanchez, Tillman, and Sifuentes. I know, I know. Um, Palacios, Long, Maldonado, and Palencia. Clearly the back line, center back situation, we're still dealing with some health issues there, so that made sense. Of course, McCarthy got his moment. Now, interesting thing, we did mention that San Jose does play a little more on the front foot these days and is willing to go toe-to-toe. -to -toe. They are. They are a much improved team. Their lineup, also the 4-3-3. Ebobise was up top. Espinosa and Cal were your wingers. Uh, Gresso in the middle with Uel and Montero. Backline was Rodriguez, Mensa, right back Marie, and Trauco. Marcinkowski was back in goal. Of course he was. Again, these were the best lineups in the moment outside of maybe the Cifuentes decision. Let's be honest, historically, that was our best lineup. Um, and so no excuses, right? Both came in strong. Bam, your thoughts on the lineup? I thought it was a good lineup. Um, obviously, with the injuries in the defense and all that, having to rest some players, I thought that was the best that we could go with, especially with the defense. Um, knew Bogus was just going to start again over a Poku, you know, with Buanga and Sifra up top. Those three are starting to gel together. So I was looking really confident going into this game. Especially after the result against Philly, you were thinking there's momentum here. It could work itself out. Um, story might be a little bit different, right, Tony? Let's get right into it. I know we don't want to dwell too long on the highlights, but we'll definitely dwell on the analysis. Um, how did the game break down, sir? So overall, we ended up losing our first loss of the season, as we, we've been saying this whole time. Kind of glad we got over it because who knows how long the pressure is to keep going undefeated. I would have loved it, but we need to learn from a loss and move forward because you can only learn so much from a win. And with that said, I'm just going to breeze through the quick highlights and then we'll just analyze the, the game afterwards. So eighth minute goal by San Jose by, of course, the person we always talk about Espinoza right footed shot in the center of the box, kind of a let they kind of the defense, let him be wide open for the pass and everything like that. Um, we responded pretty much 21 minutes, uh, 22 minutes later at the 30th minute goal by Denise Buanga with pretty much a poacher's goal. And the best way to say it, it was off a rebound. Buanga was in the right spot, able to hit it out. And then I'm just going to skip into the second half. This uh, up to debate. Your referee will call the referee. I wish they would to VAR on it. There's a penalty on the uh, penalty foul on the in the box and goal by Espinoza to in the right foot. McCarthy guessed wrong. If he guessed right, he probably would have had it, but he get, he jumped the wrong way and ended up being two one. 
them and they celebrated and like they won the cup so let's just be out of it and honestly let's just get into the analysis of it and i'll just start with you joseph because you can break it down better than most people can well, i i would i would hope but i mean bam over here has been he's been an mvp this year let's be honest um i'll say this the goal the penalty was legit i'm not going to debate it i don't think it's worth debating if you go in on a player you try to reach the ball and you don't make contact guess what you're gonna get called for a penalty that's just how it is you impeded the player what a shock uh maldonado did get caught on this play um i thought he was gonna get there the in live action i'm like what wait i thought he did you know i thought he did right but yeah the minute you saw the replay you're you're like yeah he's dead to rights so that's unfortunate and it did cost us the game because an 83rd minute penalty will cost you the game that's not something you usually come back from it's just that's life that's life. Um, other than that, it's nice to see Danny Buanga still running through everything as he always does. Um, it's what you're taught from an early age, right? The goalie has to make the save, but you also have to keep him honest. And that's exactly what he did. Um, I would expect more from their goalkeeper, to be honest with you guys. Um, that is on the keeper. Okay. He has to own that. It wasn't a good enough uh, rebound, you could say. Um, and the first goal, yeah, the guys weren't weren't ready for prime time. I think it would be the easiest way to say that uh, in terms of the match, it was forgettable. Um, I think that would be my best analysis of this match is just, there was something missing. There's an edge missing the legs. Finally, for the first time this year, really looked tired. I think we saw some wear and tear show this game. Yes. There were some changes in the line as necessary, uh, but yes, there was, there was that little extra gear that we always have. It wasn't presenting itself this game, and it was tough. Um, I would also throw in the substitutions. My take on that, of course, a lot of, a lot were mad about the substitutions. Why are you taking Vela? Why are you taking Ilya? Why are you taking this? And I would say this. Is this one battle for three points more important than the battle for, for the Champions League? What's more important to you? Because it was very obvious to me that everybody was playing on minutes here. Everyone had a time limit. Everyone and, and the subs had their minutes too to get their minutes in. It seemed very much about it, right? Is basically we're going through the motions. Horrible to say. Um, we have to limit li minutes. Whatever you do, do the best you can in the moments that you have, but you're going to be coming out. You saw the way the players reacted coming off. Not a lot of protest. Let's be honest. Was there a lot? No. Uh, because I think it was the expectation going in is this is what you're going to do. Do the best you can in that moment. We got to move on. We have bigger and better things to deal with. And I know it's a rival. I get it. Uh, Bam, your analysis of the match, you probably saw it better than I could. Uh, go for it, man. Um, for the first 30 minutes, I was actually listening to it in the car. I was on my way to work before I got the phone call saying, hey, enjoy your day off work. So I got to go home and catch it. So I listened to it for the first 30 minutes in the car. Um, after that, watching us play, it felt a little bit like Philadelphia away in the CCL. We just didn't really turn up too much. We weren't there. We weren't. We we weren't how we normally are per se. And that could easily come down to we're getting tired. Plain and yeah. simple, we are getting tired. We've played so many games so far, and we are getting tired. So with that, like for me, it was more. Can we get out of here with a point? And say undefeated 
and just get get out of dodge because you know we need to have some rest we need to have some recovery um i think the biggest surprise for me was that we came home after this game <laughs> why didn't why didn't we just stay up around the bay area billion dollar club doesn't want to pay for hotels i don't know <laughs> well you, you you can you can write it off as a team bonding experience i mean monterey is a nice place to hang out go to the aquarium enjoy your time it's a beautiful place just saying but that didn't happen um they came home um i think we'll, we'll talk about the next match and how that's lining up uh yeah i think the plan was set uh the next one is the focus. Uh, I think the only thing they were concerned about is that everybody was walking on their own two feet, getting out of that place. Right. Nobody got cracked against San Jose, which they tend to do to us. Uh, nobody came up with a knock guys that were rested, got their rest guys that played their minutes, got enough. They're ready to move on. Tired legs survive. Again, they see more than we do in the lead up to these. Obviously something was up, right? The minutes are showing. They probably saw it in training too. And this is what you got. And it stinks, right? All of us sacrificing this money to go up there. Time. You want to see the best of the best from our guys all the time. Um, but I think the human element took its toll here. Uh, Aricella, your thoughts? I'll say this. The, right after that penalty, I kind of missed the last 10 minutes. So I can't really speak to that. But Aside from it, I mean, I agree with you. The goal was good. The penalty was good as much as you didn't want to see it um, because I, I know we literally just said this, and it's something that we have been saying for the last couple of weeks. Fatigue is really starting to catch up with the boys, and you could definitely see that in this match. And it's something that I kind of, quote-unquote, fear moving forward because tomorrow we have Monterey. This weekend or this Saturday, they'll be in Salt Lake next Wednesday hosting a match. It's just kind of, when do they get a break? (laughs) But (laughs) but otherwise, I mean, look, at the end of the day, you want to see the boys do well. You don't want to ever see them drop points. But And maybe this might be a hot take, but I'd rather them drop points now than not in October when it matters the most. Yes, and and, and thank you for bringing up the October conversation because I think ESPN had an article about this of how LAC is bucking the trend by being hot early. And and the model in MLS is to not be hot early, to kind of go 500, figure things out, and then get hot in August and September. Um, And so there's already articles saying, is there a concern here that that they're peaking too quick, which to me, no, you're peaking for another tournament, right? We need to peak for Champions League, okay? That is our focus. And now, and when we talk about the next match, now you can see that, right? League is league. We've won supporter shields. Been there, done that. It's not the be-all and end-all because we've had them already. Open Cup, let's be real. It's kind of like the NIT, right, in college basketball. Like, you all want the MLS Cup, but if if your year's not that great, there's your alternative to get something to grab onto, right? Look at the teams who've won it lately. Um, it's the alternate trophy. It is. Um, should it be that way? No, but uh, because of crazy schedule, it, it, it's being forced into that. And again, we'll get into that more. But that's, you know, Aristotle, you're right on that. Um, it's end of year. It's how you finish, not how you start. 
Um, and so you got to accept your battles, choose your battles wisely. Um, Tony, I know you're ready. You're ready to rip on this thing. You have the floor, man. Tell us your thoughts on this one. I, okay, at first, before the news broke out, when we come into what was going to happen next game, because we, we'll talk <laughs> about it. I was like, all right, we're resting. You know, we may pay some young players on this game. If you're not going to choose this as a marquee matchup in Levi Stadium, fine. We'll drop the points. But I'm going to have to say this. Sifu needs to go to LAFC 2 to get his head straight. on Because he's, I don't know where he is. He's mentally checked. He's mentally, like, he's, he's you know, he's costing. Like, he's not there anymore. He's not the Sifu that we loved and the Sifu that was going to be sold to the Premiership. I don't even know if that's going to happen if he keeps doing what he's doing. So maybe... RSL, is it possible to send a senior team member to the LAC 2 for a couple games? Oh, it's very possible. It's already been happening for a couple of teams for the last couple of weeks. All right. So I'll say right here, maybe just send him right there to, you know, just get some kinks out to get some just like passes, some actual game day. Like, yes, the competition is not the greatest, but help them get their first win. And maybe you can get your confidence to get that. On top of that, it was also lack of defense was very there was no general in back you know what i mean usually with someone's there to hold down the back and i feel there was a lot of lost things there up there up front <sighs> my concerns no finishing and if it's not Bwonga, then who else and that's pretty much all my takes on that one right and and when they finally were getting momentum um that's when the substitutions kicked in right um, you know, I, for me, when I, I knew I was concerned the minute Buick came on the field, sorry, Buick, um, going to call him Buick, um, reminding me of a not so reliable car. Um, it is what it is. Uh, when Vela came out, I was kind of like, oh, okay, I see what we're doing now and I'm not happy, but I get it. Um, same with Bogus coming out for a Poku, but a Poku did earn it. I mean, he did play well the game before. So I, you know, you got it. You got to give him on that. Um, and then the hauling set for Palacios was kind of a given. You figured on that one. Um, Acosta for Sanchez. Yeah. I mean, let's be honest. Sanchez has played way too many minutes you would expect for a player his age. So, yeah. You know, <laughs> again, this is obviously a game where we were like, if we can get it, we can get it. If we don't, well, we'll move on. We'll live with it. I don't like it. Right. It ain't great. But I get it. I totally get it. All right, so um, any last thoughts before I throw this into our supporters? We've got a couple comments out there I want to jump on to. Yeah, so seeing that it, it is a regular season game for us, um, my votes for this game, I put Buonga as three votes, Tillman as two votes, and I thought the best in defense was Palacio, so I gave him one vote. Oh, Tony? Oh, this one's a little bit harder, honestly. Uh, Buanga, top. It's tough, I know. Da, da, da. I would say Malaldo, but he, the penalty did not help him, so I'll put him as the last one. I'll give him a point because he did perform pretty well. And then I... Acosta, I don't know. We'll give it to Acosta just holding down. I don't even know. The second half sub. 
<laughs> Tony was not happy. Can you tell? Uh, Araceli, your top three. This is tough. <laughs> um, I'll go with Tony sets because I, I I'm blanking over here. <laughs> <laughs> I know. So uh, she has seeded two of her three picks. That is official. Uh, there you go. Um, I'll 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 throw this out there. Um, uh, Blanga obviously was our number one star. Uh, no question. He did the job. Um, I'm going to throw it to Tillman because it wasn't like Tillman was doing anything wrong out there. He was still holding his own, doing his job. Um, things didn't finish the way they wanted, but he was still present, right? Um, still active. And I, and I think to me, yeah, that's where it gets tough. Um, I would say Sanchez because until Sanchez went out, I think we were the one that was going to win this game. I think somehow, some way we'd find a way. And then when he came out, it kind of was the end of that. Um, it wasn't going to happen. And you could tell the drop off was instant. So those are my three. No bummer three, but that there you go. Um, yeah. No shot. But it's, it's quite interesting because I've got foot mob up at the moment. Both Tillman and Ilya had a 92% accurate passing. Yeah. Yeah. They did their jobs. And Sifu <laughs> had an 80%, which it seems higher than what I thought. But that's low for him historically. Yeah. It's down. We're like, oh, he got an 80. Dude, he's actually used to doing, what, 87, 88? Oh, 100%. But, but looking yeah. at it, I, I, I thought 80% is actually high for the way he played that game. Yeah, it's choppy. For sure. Still making runs, but choppy. Yeah. All right, let's get to some reactions from everybody. Let's see where everybody's heads are at right now. I know our first loss of the year. I get it. But at least we can bounce back. Uh, we'll see. Um, all right, let's see where we're at here. Mark Lopez in the mix. Always in it. Always doing it. Ox is on as well. You. Um, let's see. He agreed that Sifu ain't it right now. Too many mistakes from him. Uh, Edge has jumped on as well. I see a lot of quietness, a, a quiet vibe tonight. I, I think everybody, after seeing who's traveling up north, is a little bit apprehensive at the moment, going, what's going on? Um, and we'll cover that, too. But uh, reactions were a little bit low tonight. I get it. Um, I know you all be back Thursday because that's our normal hour anyway. But, uh, yeah, if you guys have anything you want to throw in, please Please jump on, uh, give us the vibe, tell us what's going down, and we'll we'll go. Uh, we'll make it happen. Um, oh, that's an interesting one from Ox. I did see that. He says, the uh, thing I hate about Apple TV was how they tried to silence the 3252 on TV. I, I think Apple TV is definitely going for some Homer vibes um, in this thing except when we play Carson, which that, that's hilarious. But um, there's definitely a, the vibe I'm getting is that they want to really feature and promote the home teams, um, especially San Jose being in a bigger stadium. I think they're rewarding them for actually opening up a stadium um, and, and, and trying to put on a show. Uh, I think that's why they did what they did. Um, <laughs> and yes, they did Mike D their chance. Um, I, yeah. And put us in heaven. Uh, but what else would you expect, right? They put us in heaven because we are who we are. I get it. 
I get it. All right. Thank you, Ox, for that, man. Uh, let's move it on. We're going to actually go right into community news. Tony, what have you got for us, sir? Um, we have a, we have a game tomorrow. So that means unless you are staying up there, up in the bay and, and going to the game, um, these are the three watch parties that have been out. Uh, Lucky's is not going to have a watch party, but most of them are going to be at Lucky Baldwin. So if you want to join them, that's where they'll be. Um, the other one is Empire Boys will be at Rowdy's. Game time is at 730, 1002, 6th Street A at Rancho Cucamonga. They're also accepting painting supplies and donations for Options House Shelter Project. So if you have any art supplies that you're not using, any donations, any paint supplies, donations, bring it on that way if you go up there into Rancho Cucamonga. Uh, Black Army is going to be at uh, Progressive. Progress, ah, progress. I, I did progress. that on purpose. I know I did that on purpose. <laughs> progress Brewing Company. 9624 El Ponche Street, South El Monte, California, 91733. Um, there will be the Bira food stand that we've had before. So I recommend the Bira soup that they have. Really good. Keeps you warm. Nice filling. Um, and then Expos are going to be at Disto Cartorce at 1837 East 1st Street, Los Angeles. Um, also, of course, 3252 membership. Highly recommend that you sign up for that. Gets you tickets to away days, like everyone who just went up there was able to get a ticket, find out information on how to get into that. It's $30. Helps for away days, TIFOs, paintings, drums, um, everything to help the supporter culture thrive and also to help any uh to keep the numbers up for the supporter, uh, supporters. So make sure you sign up. And the last but not least, remember to donate to the Mo Fascio Futsal Court. Just go to lafc.com slash mo-fascio. Donate a dollar. Donate whatever you can. And, you know, let's get this built, this court built so we can have a our supporter cup there one day. Hoping and praying. Beautiful. I can't wait for the day. Let's go, people. Let's make it happen. Um, so that is community news. Again, shout out to everybody who who throws the information out there. If you want to have anything featured on our community news, please reach out to Tony or our Instagram page, especially our Instagram page, because you know what Tony's doing on there. Um, he's handling. Um, so definitely jump on there, give him the heads up so he can he can feature what you guys are doing. Again, you don't have to be like the, the six old old heads, you know. Like if you've got another group out there, say Pomona Casuals, you guys have something you want to promote. Let us know. We'll promote. Uh, we just got to know what you're up to. So do not hesitate. All right. Let's throw it over to the LASC2 update, which is now turning into the U.S. Open Cup update. Uh, Araceli, what is going on? Well, there's really no new news since LASC2 had a bye week this past weekend. However, they will be kicking off uh, match week eight with a midweek matchup at home in Fullerton. Uh, they will host uh, St. Louis 2. Uh, it's a 7 p.m. Pacific time uh, kickoff. If you cannot make the match, the game will be on Apple TV. One thing that I have noticed with LEFC 2, and I'm not sure if other people have noticed it as well, but even um, when LEFC released the traveling photos, it seemed very LEFC 2 heavy, in my opinion. There is a lot of youngins that will be appearing could potentially appear tomorrow. Of course, with them is Eric Duenas, 
who has been with the first team for the last couple of weeks already. Nathan Ordaz, who's kind of, you know, bounced back and forth between the first squad and the second squad. Uh, Noah Dolenmeyer, they signed him to a second short-term agreement. And new to the roster this time is going to be Christopher Jaime. So I'm very curious to see if any of them will get the starter any type of playing minutes. Did I see a picture of Chris Estomo going up there too? Mm-hmm. Dude, yeah. Uh, who I don't know who's going to actually play against St. Saint, uh, Louis City too at this point uh, because they're all heading up to Monterey <laughs> Ray Bay the night before. You never uh, know. We could actually see Academy kids get pulled up for that game. Or, or maybe uh, the Buick and uh, yeah, Pokus of the world. Um, I'm going to call him Buick from now see, on. There's Seafood's game. It'll be Wednesday, probably. There you go. There you go. Um, he, yeah, work it out, man. Work it out. <laughs> it's going to be interesting. I think you're onto something with the Academy kids. Um, it sounds more like that, but uh, yeah, uh, really curious to see how the next two days pan out. Um, and we'll, we'll get into that right away. Now, before we get into the football side of things, uh, thank you, Araceli, for that. Keep us posted if you hear more. Um, we'll keep throwing names out there. Uh, going to be interesting. Now, what do we do next? That's right. It's a black and gold vinyl club minute. Um, bam. I, you might have had one. I threw one up there. You want me to run with mine this time? Yeah, go with yours. All right. Mine's a little bit different. It ain't the norm, but let's make it happen. They're obviously heading up to Monterey. As you know, music festivals kind of have a historic presence in Monterey. Um, so I decided to go way back to 1967. I know. Uh, the Monterey International Pop Festival kicked off there. Jimi Hendrix was featured there. Janis Joplin was there. Otis Redding uh, had a huge, a huge influence on that concert. I mean, really, Hendrix and Redding were the, the, the major highlights. But honestly, if you're into the music of the 60s, especially rock, uh, this was one heck of a festival. I mean, you name it, they were there. Uh, definitely, there are some vinyl albums connected to it. When we talk about Vinyl Club Minute, there was one that covered the show itself featuring on Hendrix and Redding. There's also live albums as well. Uh, but definitely look into the International Pop Festival of 1967 because uh, it was absolutely epic. Uh, and... Yeah, it's na name name the names right for the top bands of the '60s, and uh, yeah, it, there's a story that's for sure. And so that's my choice because if you know Monterey Bay, you know there's there's festivals have a good history there. So there's our vinyl club minute. Congratulations, it's on. All right, I know why you're here, so let's just jump right into it, Tony. Before we jump in, since we are facing a USL side. Um, there's something we have to just infer for what happened in Orange County. What the hell? Yes. Yes. In this league, like, especially with, um, especially with one of their players, I believe it's uh, it just in general, there was a, there was a racial slur said to another player who is um, openly gay. And that should not happen. I don't care who you are. I don't care we should involve it's like this sport is evolving we are not anywhere else in in the world and the u.s should learn to kind of accept this it's like i i can't i'm just very upset about when i heard about it um shout outs to our 
friends in pod or orange county sc effort i can't remember the pod i think it's like more to it um they have luke on from lafc also from pride republic but this needs to stop let's cut in the bud and should be fine and suspended for a good amount of time that we can't have what just happened at red bulls happen here at the lower level as well and not just be a slap on the wrist this has to get shut down in general doesn't matter what has going on i gotta be honest at what point are we going to suspend players for half a season a full season how it end contracts when is it just going to be like cut ties be done with it i mean i think that's what it's going to take right um it's always too light we'll see what happens when this is all said and done um tony thank you for bringing it up man because it, it, it's just too much too often we just see this way too often uh bam do you want to add anything in um i want to add something that's going to sound really weird but um well done to the orange county team the statement they put out they've suspended the player indefinitely yep. until the investigation that's something that I don't know, some other clubs in the MLS should have done. Yep. You know, plain and simple. Um, yeah, and also shout out to our brothers over there, Orange and Black Soccer Cast. Um, yeah. For for me, what Orange the statement Orange County put out was a statement that should have came out straight away from other teams earlier this yeah. year. Plain and simple. So I'm giving props to the Orange County Soccer Club for doing that. That is by far something that needed to get done and it has get done very quickly so to all the boys and girls down there great work on nipping it in the butt and just do the proper investigation and do what is needed when with the findings of the investigation yeah courage required and again they, they've been quick with it you're right bam um air sledge you want to add anything as well um I won't be honest. I, I did see the statement on Twitter, but I did not understand what it was alluding to because it, there was just so much going on this weekend. I know that's not an excuse, really. But after hearing what actually happened, obviously, you know, I am disgusted that it did happen. But as Bam said, you know, I do applaud the club for reacting quickly and putting out a statement almost immediately we're in kind of setting the precedents that other clubs should be following. And I'll just leave it at that. Well said, well said. We, we know who hasn't done what they needed to do. Um, yeah. Good, good on you guys. Um, thank you guys for bringing it up. Um, let's move in to the open cup preview. Uh, and talk about a team that's actually made a name for themselves in the last few weeks because of their performances. Um, and that is looking looking the part, we'll say that. Um, definitely looking better than what LAFC 2 has been up to recently, and I'll, I'll allude to that. Um, now, Monterey Bay, FC Union. I know, long-term, long-term for a name, long name, but that is what it is. Most times you just go with Monterey Bay and move on from there. Um, they've had a kind of an up and down season. I know right now they're, they're sitting in uh sixth place, three, four and two record, I believe. Uh, yeah. Trying to find their way, kind of a 500 level club at this point. Uh, and yeah, they haven't been in the top flight for very long. Nice stadium, nice setup. Of course, the big one is them taking out San Jose in the open cup already. 
Uh, good on them for doing that. We'll break that down a little further. Uh, Tony, how, how, well, how have been, they've been faring the last five matches as well. All right. So, um, Mon- um, I'm just gonna call them the U- F. What is it? FCU. Let's call them Monterey Bay. I think yeah, they Monterey do Bay. that too. <laughs> I because it's like the FC Union. That yeah. I think I was like, then I think Bundesliga. And yeah, so, yeah. Monterey Bay. So Monterey Bay um, tied against uh, Pittsburgh Riverhounds two two. They tied against uh, Rio Canyon Valley FC Toros. Wow, these names are really long. And yeah, they are. <laughs> um, they did beat the um San Jose Earthquakes in the last round with a one nil, and they won against Indy 11 and lost again and tied against uh Phoenix Rising FC. So that's five games, no losses. Yes, there's a lot of ties, but um, two tough wins. Let's be honest, they beat San Jose and then they took out Indy 11 in Indy. That's a pretty big deal in that league to travel that far and to get a result. Um, so they've been showing promise. They've been showing the ability to do what needs to be done. On our end, if you look at our form, of course, we have two wins in the last five matches. Uh, one against, well, soon to be bottom dwellers galaxy. Um, the other against the Philadelphia unions and champion league. Otherwise, you know, it's, it's been a little tough and we are coming off our first loss. Tough thing to say, though, no matter what we look at for what we're been, we've been doing, we already heard the news from Araceli that an LAFC 2-esque squad is on the way. So you kind of have to throw it all out in the out of the window to talk about form at this point because so many new faces are going to be in there. We can say, of course, good news with Dwayne Austin and a couple others that have featured well, but it's going to need more. Right. And so it's going to be a very, very interesting run. Um, now, Tony, who are the key players for for Monterey Bay? The key players is Alex Dixon, um, nine games, seven goals. Uh, Christian Voles- Voleskai, nine goal, nine games, four goals. And the last one is Sam Glenn with seven appearances and two goals. Um, with the assist, it's Voleskai with three assists, tied with uh, Gleden. With three uh, three assists, with two minor goal, with two less games, and um, Bong or Boone? Chase Boone. Chase, Chase Boone. Boone. Okay, I was like, yeah. Vincent Bean with eight games and two assists. So I know Valeski probably is the guy you want to really look out for. Again, nine games, he's got four goals and three assists. That is nothing to to laugh off. Uh, mentioning him also, he's the one that did score against San Jose. Um, so that is definitely going to be your target man to look for. Now, Bam, were you able to find anything regarding injuries or subset, uh, suspensions for this thing? It's not sounding like there's much. No, I was able to find a little bit. Um, they haven't updated their list, but for the last game against um, uh, Pittsburgh, mm-hmm. Chase Boone was out with um, concussion protocol. Okay. Uh, Sam Gleadiel was out with a thigh. Hugh Roberts was out with a groin and Novella Yosiki was out with illness. So Oof. I expect Chase Boone back and maybe Yosiki back with the concussion protocol and illness, but Gladell and Roberts might be touch and go. Which would be really bad news for them because Roberts is one of the anchors of their defense. Uh, yes, center back, you featured well against San Jose. If you look back three games in, um, 
it's a thing, right? When they play good defense, he happens to be one of those guys that stands up. When he's not there, they do concede goals. Uh, yep. it, it is what it is. Now, um, looking at the lineup, Bam, they play a four-two-three-one, correct? They do, but also with the injuries going on the last game, they subbed out Robinson in the 27th minute and subbed out Lara in the 38th minute, their left back and center back. So they could wow. be a little bit more hemorrhaging injuries down in the back line. So that's two center backs possibly out for this game. Yep. Interesting. Interesting. And and again, these are starters that they're losing. These aren't like, <laughs> they do shuffle the lineup a little bit, uh, but it, it's not, not a good situation. And if you look at, again, the San Jose game, who featured Valeski up top, Gleedle, uh as your as your attacking midfielder with Martinez and Johnson as your outsides, Fair Yoseki as your defensive mids with Green, Roberts, center backs, Donor, and Robinson. And you're mentioning Roberts is out, and his backup Lara is possibly out, right? Yeah, and Robertson is po- is possibly out. So that's so their left Ro- Roberts. Roberts, Robinson, Lara. So their backline is really in trouble injury-wise. By the looks of it, it could be, yes. Okay. And then the best game to really give you an example of what happens with that kind of a, a shifted lineup would probably be their 2-2 tie the last game they played. Um, of course, Valeski and Dixon did score um, in that game, uh, but it looks like they gave up one basically 16th, 74th minute, and then the Valeski goal is an injury time save the day kind of moment. So uh, uh, thoughts about it? Where do you th- see it going? Who do you think the possible 11 is going to be with all these injuries? Um, the only ones I can pretty much guarantee is Sihara and goal, Valeski and Dixon. They're the guarantees. Oh, okay. Got it. Um, yeah. And honestly, up, up top, they seem fine. Uh, you know? Yeah. Creative wise, they're good. Production's good. Um, it's the back line and what we can do with it. But of course, if we're sending a modified lineup, it's going to be a challenge for our kids, you know, to figure this out. This is a team that knows itself. That's played good so far. That's shown it. And for us, it's going to be a little bit different. Um, I will say this also when they played against San Jose, I know it's the big shock win. They took out San Jose. If you really watch the game, it was very much a back and forth. The only goal was a fluke. Let's be real. It was a a a ill-fated back pass. That's what it was. It was a complete flub play, and Valeski simply finished it. But it was it was a junk goal, is what it was. Um, it wasn't like they completely outplayed them. They did go back and forth. There were chances both ways. But I mean, real talk. I mean, it was basically a, a San Jose shutdown. They they threw this one away um, in 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 the real world. Um, that's what's going on. But San Jose did have an A minus lineup, you could say. So most of their starters were in. And then as the game progressed, they brought in even more talent. So that's the truth of it. Um, again, I think the story won't be about them. We see what they can do. We see what's missing. We see how they perform. The question's going to be us and how are we going to feature. Um, this is going to be probably the most ridiculously difficult lineup to call because we don't know who's going in total, even though they're on, they flew, but we have an idea because names have been dropping. Um, I think Araceli, I'm going to throw this to you first because you've seen the names popping up all day today. What do you think it's going to look like? 
in in this lineup? Are we going to play the four three three, or are they going to do something a little different like they do at LAFC two? Well, I was just doing that right now, looking up the past games that LAFC two has played, and a large majority of them are the four three three formation. There has been one or two matches where it looks like they've done a one four one four. Yeah, very yeah. weird formation, but. Um, Again, it, it all depends on their players as well because keep in mind, beginning of the season, they had Duenas. They had their typical starting roster, and already with players getting moved around, they've kind of had to readjust in some ways. So I think in terms of what we might see on the roster, I agree with you. It is going to be a little hard to predict because I don't want to sit here and say that they're all going to start, but knowing Dolo... I won't put it past him to see Duenas possibly get the start. Maybe Christopher, Christopher oh, excuse me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that one guy, Chris Domo. Why is it? It's sounding like a tongue twister. Chris Domo. Chris Domo. Thank you. Yeah, as always. Yeah. He could possibly get the start. Uh, Doan Meyer is a defender. Christopher Jaime is a center mid. So I'm really. It's almost like pulling straws, trying to figure out this lineup. I know Mahala did not travel. Um, our backup goalkeeper did travel. Uh, Djokovic? Djokovic? Jakubovic. Jakubovic. Mm-hmm. So you never know. We could even see him in goal. Yeah, I mean, I think that's who you are going to see in goal. I don't think there's any question about it. That's who, who we're going to see in goal. I think you've called it. Um, he needs minutes. This is a good time for him to play. Uh, you need experience with all these youngsters going out on the field. Um, Chrysostomo, of course, I expect him to play defensive mid. Why would he not? Right? That's what he does. Uh, Duenas, question to you. Who, where do you think Duenas is going to play at? That's a tough one. Right? I mean, he could. he's a he's kind of a versatile player. So, I mean, if, if they're going to put him in the mid. Yeah, I mean, if we're going to play the 4-3-3, he's next to Chris Estomo, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Kristen uh, Torres, do you think he's going to get a start up top? It's sounding like it, right? It sounds like it, but it could, he could also be a sub. Okay. So. Really tough. Really tough. Um, and the veterans has been pretty quiet, right, on who's actually made this trip. We as far as before. I can tell, it has been very quiet. Um yeah. As I've already mentioned, we know Mahala did not travel. No. So he's not one of them. So uh, I I hope you did. I really do. He needs a game like this. Really needs a game like this. Um, so yeah, right now it's a little bit of mystery. We've 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 got some smoke, but not the full the full measure. We'll know by morning. Um, but yes, a modified lineup is guaranteed for this. Um, I'm confident in Yakupovich to do the job. It's just my hope that uh, we do pull this thing off with the modified lineup. Now, this does send a message, right, of priorities when it comes to us as LAFC, when it comes to this tournament and, and where we're seeing it. It's kind of like you could see some teams where, yeah, cups are nice when you get in the later rounds and then we'll care. Uh, and, and that might be where our heads are at right now. Um, Bam, I'm going to throw this to you. Are you disappointed? Are you surprised? Uh, what are your thoughts with this modified lineup? Um, I'm slightly disappointed, yet I'm not. 
I'm not that surprised because of how deep we are in the CCL. Mm-hmm. I think that's where our focus is more aimed at, which when you sit back and look at it, what would you rather? If you had a choice right now, you win the US Open Cup or you win the CCL. What do you want to win right now at this moment? I think it's fair to say we want the CCL. Yeah. Yeah. The US Open Cup has eluded us and it's a trophy that I do want us to win. But looking at where we are in the CCL, I'm a bit disappointed with who we've seen going up, but I'm not surprised with who's going up. Right. And then I throw this to Tony because I know you're chomping at the bit on this one because you you were probably the most bummed out of all of us when you saw the roster move. Uh, fire away, man. I want it all. I'm. Uh, I want both. I want all the cups. So there's no like if I had to choose one. No, I choose all. There's no. We're a big club. We are not. We don't like. Yes, CCL is important, and I understand that the the depth with uh, MLS is hard to do because of the payroll. Yeah, number of players you can have on a roster, et cetera, et cetera. LAFC too. Yes, the youngins do need time on the main roster. This is a perfect opportunity, but this is also a perfect opportunity to bring Sifu here. Bring Sifu so that way he gets more minutes, more playing time, more everything like that. I'm happy. It's no disrespect to the other team because we are putting a, a team together to beat them. We, but at the end of the day, I want it all. I yes, I Champions League is coming up, and Leon has a month off because they got knocked out of the playoffs in Mexico. But mm-hmm. I'm not happy about this. No, and and here's my big concern, Araceli. How many wins do we have at LAFC two right now? They're still winless. Yeah, they're still winless. If you were to compare the USL top flight to LAFC2 or, or I should say MLS Next Pro, would you say they're on the level with each other or is one probably a little bit higher? I say right now, like to me, it feels like it does vary. They're still figuring things out. Players are already getting moved around. Um, I have seen moments from them, which is reassuring. But when you look at the stats, unfortunately, as I've already mentioned, you know, they're still winless. And I was also looking up like Jaime's um, record as long uh, along with Dolan Myers to see if I could pull anything from it. And unfortunately for both of them, neither has a goal nor an assist. The only one that kind of stands out is Dolan Meyer with two solid shots. And that's over the course of seven games. So, Naturally, I want to be very optimistic that they will do well tomorrow, um, assuming they are going to see minutes. But it's going to be a toss-up, unfortunately. Yeah, I, I do. I do feel we're underestimating the opponent in this case. Um, that that's where my head is at. Is is look, USL is not a pushover league. It's not. And I think if we put this side, our LAFC2 into USL, they wouldn't make the playoffs either. Real talk. Um, it's hard to build a team. It is. Um, this is basically an expansion side, and it would be treated as such against teams that are a little more established with each other. In the USL, a lot of these teams are a little bit older, a little bit wiser. 
Um, guys are still making careers out of that division. And uh, with Monterey Bay, again, they're a 500 club, mid-table. But we're not mid-table USL right now. We're just not. Um, and so if it is going to be this heavy and it's going to be dominated by our LAFC2 guys, uh, um, I have concerns. I, I do hope that the potential ringers will be there um, surprising us all to get the job done. Yes, ma'am. Just having a bit of research, seeing what I've just found, I'm not surprised about some of the decisions now. Their pitch mm -hmm. is AstroTurf. It is. It is. It's not the greatest. So are we going, these players aren't going due to possible injuries and we don't want to risk those injuries? I, I think you're on the right track with it. Um, again, I, I, safety is, is the story and we know the guys are worn out. We totally get it. The timing couldn't be worse for us at this moment. Really, it couldn't be worse. And San Jose kind of exposed how tired they were um, because they gave everything into that CCL match. That was the one. That was the performance required. And I think that big breath of relief came out. Um, right? Oh, we got through those dudes. We got through Philly. And you have this down, down hit when it comes to emotions and the physical things start coming out because the, you know the adrenaline's gone you got through that one um adding to it knowing that our opponent for the ccl is now going to be on ice for a month nearly a month um i think might also affect things as well going oh you know we don't have to push as hard because they're not you know they're gonna all get to be fresh by the time we play them they're gonna be sitting which is not the greatest thing in the world to be doing um but you know their a squad is going to be ready because they're going to be rested and so we really need to also think about that as well if this is our big thing also keep in mind for the ccl if you win it you're going to two club world cups and one's going to be a monstrosity tournament which puts us on a whole different profile if we get to go so yes it's three weeks but yeah you can tell the limit the minutes are limited because they're already thinking down that far dangerous yes possibly essential i think if we end up winning that whole thing who cares about the us open cup the gamble is there. So, uh, yeah, I can throw back to you guys as well in a few minutes on what your thoughts are. Uh, anybody else want to add in before I throw back to our supporters and see where their heads are at? Um, I'm just looking up. I'm on the Monterey Bay FC website at the moment. Mm -hmm. And they've got their, um, how do you call it, a PDF version of the match guide. That's actually really good detail. Mm -hmm. Really good detail in it. It goes into, it's got their starting lineup of every game, um, all time year by year against the Riverhounds and all that kind of stuff. How the squad was built, so where the players all came from. It's actually, and the fact that it's got on the website, I think something LAFC should look at doing as well because it's actually really in depth and really good. No, no, they've been, they're a well-run side. Um, they really are um, really doing things the right way. Um, communication has been good with them as well. Um, and so I do know there are some travel travelers, at least there were supposed to be some travelers. I don't know after today, but um, there are people heading up there or they decided to stay up there um, to go make some noise after the last one. Um, I mean, look at their stadium. Yes, it's turf, but everything around it looks pretty darn nice. And yes, I know it's on the university campus, but they're being run properly. 
it's good to see. Um, you know, it's what you want to see at that level. Uh, it looks like a team that could to, could establish itself and survive by the way they operate. It's professional. It's good. It's a good thing. Um, all right. I'm going to throw out to reactions. Everybody see where they're at on this thing. Um, let's go check some comments from our supporters um, and where they're, how they're feeling with this all, with this thing. Um, t- David Day has his fight out hockey style. Uh, LL Trash Can says, can't wait for US, uh, U.S. Cup love from Rancho Cucamonga. There we go. IE represented yet again. Love it, love it, love it. Uh, David Day says, LASC in CCL, LASC 2 in USOC. Um, LAFC summer version in Leagues Cup. I like it. Yeah, they're going to be a hybrid team for Leagues Cup, I'm sure. Um, yeah, except they're now suggesting that to qualify for CCL, you have to perform in Leagues Cup. <laughs> Bizarro. We'll get into that another day. Um, but yeah, they did hear that. Um, Ox says, I hope Sifu traveled for this one. He could use some training with the youngsters. Um, looks like we got Tony back in the mix. Welcome back, sir. <laughs> Uh, let's see, David Day, Cifuentes being sold in the summer. Cifuentes needs to step up to get sold in the summer. Um, yeah, he's got to do more. That's for sure. Uh, Edge says we're not black and fold. If you're putting in a pure LAFC two, it's throwing in the towel. I'm hoping we have a few senior players sprinkled in and some benchers. I mean, honestly, the pictures were, were a little bit, um, limited for this one. Um, so maybe there's a little bit of gamesmanship going on there. We'll see. We'll see. David Day, third string goalkeeper, will start. I think it's probably going to be Yakupovic uh, um, figuring that. But the dude's a good player. We've seen him already out there for us. He's, he's legit. He's legit. Um, David Day says, Leon games are the biggest games in LASC and MLS history. U.S. Open Cup is won by Wooden Spoon winners. Same year. Non-playoff teams in USOC won third. Third of the time. Yeah, I remember DC making the big run last year, right? And and it, that's kind of the again, it's the NIT, right? You don't go to the big dance. This is your your alternative to save your year. Orlando, I guess, won it last year, and yeah, it's the best they've ever done in anything. So there's that. Uh Ox says, I agree with Tony on the aspect of wanting all the trophies, but if I had to really choose, I'd take the CCL over US Open Cup for sure. Yeah, I know. I know we're there. Uh, and Edge also threw in uh, seafood didn't go. Saw his IG with girlfriend driving in LA. There you go. So no seafood in the show. Um, Edge doing the investigations. Thank you for that, sir. So uh, I know. I know. Again, mystery lineup for the day. Uh, mystery performance. We're going to be all seeing. Uh, if you want to go yell, rant, scream, and rave, uh, definitely do it at one of the watch parties. I guess they're going to go full tilt. All of the official bars for LAFC are going to be open for this one and showing the match they're saying. Um, so there's that, too. Yeah. Um, thank you guys for the comments. All love to you guys for throwing it out there. Um, I see David Day laughing, too. So good on you guys. Dig it. Thank you, guys. Um, all right. So. Uh, we're moving on forward. Uh, I will throw this to, to you, Bam, on final thoughts. We're already there. I know. Flew through this one. Um, final thoughts for me is, again, you know, conversations can save a life. Reach out to your friends. Yes, I'm sounding like a broken record, and I'll have to be a broken record on this 
every day of the week. You know, it's okay not to be okay. We all have some down times where we're not feeling ourselves. We're feeling a little bit lonely, feeling upset. But reach out to someone. If you all feel like that, other people feel like that too. So reach out to them. Catch up for a coffee. Go see a movie. Hell, just even game together. Like me, Tony, we game pretty much every second day at least, and we just veg out and have some fun together. With little things like that, that can make people go from being really down in dumps to really happy, and it can make someone's day. So just reach out to your friends and just be a good person overall. Key. That is the key. Be a good human. Essential in this world. That is the equivalent of staying golden right there. Thank you, Bam. Uh, Araceli, final thoughts. Um, kind of continuing with that thought of being a good human there, whether if you're going to a watch party or if you are going to the LAFC two game on Wednesday, as always, you know, keep an eye on each other, protect each other and just be kind. It's really not that hard. And support them. Um, here's the deal. These are development players. So don't get, don't act like it's the end of the world as they make mistakes. Cause again, it's for development. So Top flight side, yeah, yeah, I get it. I get it. You can be angry, but with the developmental side, treat it as such. Uh, Tony, final thoughts, sir. Um, have fun tomorrow at all the watch parties. Drink responsibly because you never know. I'd rather you continue seeing you guys at moving forward at every game. Um, I am hopefully we can pull out a win and we can show that these players are just for our developmental league are not just or getting bad breaks and we can finally show what they can finally do and not happy with Sifu not being at this game I guess and I know Opoku's not going but Opoku has earned his spot but this is a perfect opportune time to get some reps in so but at the end of the day support go full 90 and you know yeah <laughs> there we go all right i'll throw my final thoughts in first of all rsl we're coming for you very obvious uh you're in trouble we're all going to be rested for you ha um i will throw out to everybody we will see you on thursday definitely we want to we're going to pop on and we'll preview that show because it's what we do that's history we always do our thursday episode so we'll be back for that one um to the rest of you guys thank you for coming on on a short notice monday night i know we came up with this this preview quick um but we wanted to make sure we got you covered and to leave you hanging so thank you for all you guys that stuck it out late night on a monday i know the mondays are, are real um good on all of you for those that traveled this weekend thank you for those that keep traveling keep doing it you're making history continue doing that um, I look forward to seeing you if I can get there to Leon because we got to go make some history. So good on everyone with that. Bam, Tony, Araceli, thank you guys yet again for always pro providing the stellar analysis, amazing coverage of LAFC too, and just all around showing what it is to be, well, golden. So good on you. Um, for the rest of you guys, you know how we, we call this show. Uh, Araceli, word of the day. Stay golden. Bam. Stay golden. Tony. Stay golden, Los Angeles. And from me to all of you, stay golden, Los Angeles.
for listening to the Heart of LAFC. Make sure to leave us a rating and review on iTunes or Stitcher. Shoulder to shoulder, the black and gold is taking over.